Hey, Krista. Hey, Brian. I just want to, you know, welcome you back to this week's episode of Back Chat. Um, thank you. I'll welcome right back to you. Thanks. Yeah. I feel I feel very welcome. Good. Mm-hmm. I, I feel welcome too. Perfect. Hopefully all of you feel welcome as well. Yeah. Welcome to all of you. Yeah. <laughs> to us. <laughs> um... So Brian and I were just talking about how we are feeling a little bit low energy today. Mm-hmm. A little spacey even. A little spacey. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like an air sign thing. It could be. It, it very well could be. Yeah. Also, we're recording this on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And we don't often do that. And maybe Sundays, Sundays always have their own kind of energy anyways, you know? That's true. I, I feel like yesterday though too, like my energy, wow, I'm yawning. You are yawning. Um, My energy was just not there yesterday either. Like I didn't want to do anything. I Like I did stuff, but I did it all in the morning so that I could just do nothing for the rest of the day. Ah, a you good know? productive like, morning. Like I didn't even have a shower. I was just like, fuck it. You were just over it. I was over it. Mm. Just needed a chill break. I just, I've been feeling like not really as social as I normally am, I think. You know what else is going on, though? What? All of the snowstorms we've been having here yes, in Vancouver. Yeah. I have Snowstorms. It's been snowing so much. <laughs> it which, has. Yeah. I, it Yet there's be, none on the ground right now. It shouldn't right be now. a surprise, but I think that weather just makes you want to hibernate. True. So naturally. maybe it's like triggered some kind of like hibernation mode. It totally has. And you know what else? We're um, back on our regular old diets post wild That's rose true. cleanse. That's true. And Terry, Dr. Terry Willard says in his book that when you're eating wheat and things like that, you feel a little bit spacey. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, also we're not doing our dry January, so we're just not as in the on the on top of our energy. No, maybe we're we relying should do... on um caffeine for our energy. We are. Yes. Um I, I was am. thinking maybe we should do something in March. Mm, I was actually thinking that too. Um I think what I might try next is um Vegan for March. Oh, a vegan March. A vegan March. Okay. Um, with like cut out, cutting out like bread and carbs though. Because my thing honestly with like being vegan is that I usually gain weight. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's all the extra oils and I stuff. I think it's like just that – I mean, I don't know. I just know that when I stopped being vegan, like I lost a bunch of weight. Okay. But like over the course of a year. Hmm. So like it could be actually have nothing to do with that. But I feel, I felt like it was somewhat related. I don't know. I find in a lot of vegan food, like vegan cheese, for example, it's just like a chunk of oil. And so I find like there's a lot of extra oils. Um, Sodium. I feel like a vegan diet has a lot of extra sodium if you're eating the substitutes for things. Yeah, I think it's like you just have to be more on top of your game when it comes to like making sure that you have like nutritious food that's not like processed, like not so much processed food. And I know I shouldn't care about like weight stuff that much, but like. It's hard not to like, it's like, it's not that I'm like unhappy or with how I was before or anything, but it's more just like, I just like where I'm at right now. Yeah. And it's a reflection. I want to sustain it. It's a personal reflection of your health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I might do that or it might maybe just even try like vegetarian. I don't know, but like cutting out some carbs. Do you want to call it meat free March? Meatless March? Meatless March. That's a good one. Yeah. I I might, I might jump on that with you. Okay. Meatless Mm -hmm. March. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think for I, all of you, if you want to jump on board with Meatless March. Yeah, let's um, do it. Maybe we'll do a little bit of a back chat cookbook. Yeah. See, you know? <laughs> I actually found, I had this um, recipe book. It was all vegan slow cooker recipes. Okay. And I have a slow cooker now. So I'm like, oh, I should try some of this out. The only thing for me is like grains and 
like like certain grains and beans and things like that that are kind of protein sources for a lot of like vegans and vegetarians yes do not sit well with me oh you ride the fart train to work i ride the fart train it yeah. like powers up my whole house wow yeah That's it just intense. doesn't and it's like really uncomfortable it's just like gives me like gastrointestinal distress wow yeah well that's something to pay attention to as well yeah you know because yeah. if you're smelling rank that's a that's not also fun. a reflection on whatever you've eaten does not agree with you and I, yeah and i probably need to like there's some kind of acidic imbalance maybe or something like that i don't know it's it's don't you feel like your your diet is always kind of in like um test mode or something do you feel like this how how so like i feel like does anyone have perfect gastrointestinal health everyone has some kind of like distress or whatever like when they eat cheese or when they eat grains or when they drink beer or whatever Mm. our bodies have these reactions Mm -hmm. so i feel like my diet is like constantly going through like oh like that didn't work maybe i'll try this or whatever uh yes you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I, Do you feel like I know that? exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's like if I eat like two helpings of lasagna like I did on last Thursday, I'm going to be constipated for like four days. Yeah, you're really sensitive. I'm I, super probably sensitive. Probably more sensitive than most people I know when it comes to your gastrointestinal <laughs> situation. Know, right? Yeah. Poor me. Poor you. No, no, I don't know really. how you get through it. Right? Yeah. Just fart, fart my way Just through Just fart it. your way through life. Fart my way through life. Exactly. Well, do you want to fart your way over to your fake sponsor? I sure do. Um, so... My fake sponsor is actually um, so, uh, something that I brought for Brian. Where did it go? I think I put it back in the fridge, actually. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I thought you wrote the, the name What was the name down. of it? No, I didn't. No. It was something elixir. I'll, I'll grab it. Okay. Um, well, you grabbed that. So Krista showed up. We were doing the podcast the other day, and she had stopped by this little weed store. Called Weed. Which was really funny when she showed up, because neither one of us are into the weed scene no. at all. No. And so she tells me that she had stopped to pick us up something at the weed store, and I'm like, um... Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why did you do this? Um, but it was actually recommended um, by a friend in her Instagram stories. Her Instagram is Aveda Peron. Um, that's a a good handle. I like that. Yeah. She does like fitness videos and, um, like all kinds of stuff. She has like a YouTube channel. It's really good. Very interesting. But she was posting about this because she, she also doesn't smoke weed. Okay. So I, whenever people say, oh my God, like this thing is so amazing. I'm like, but do you regularly smoke weed? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, you do. Well, then I don't fucking trust it. Yeah, exactly. Because. (laughs) Because, Oh yeah. We will be tits up. Oh God. And like out of commission. Yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah. But she really liked this and said it really helped her sleep and um, like it wasn't like an anxiety producing weed. Okay. So it's called Twisted Extracts and it's their, um, I like the black cherry flavor the best. It's a fruit gummy, a zzz bomb, a ZZZ bomb. Okay. So it's like helps you sleep and stuff. So both of us have tried this. I love it. Um, I have not even stayed. I, it's put me to sleep so fast that I actually don't even actually remember feeling anything high. I just have a really good sleep. Okay. Um, did you find you're groggy when you wake up from it at all? Or No, because I'm kind of like taking a quarter of, of the recommended, a quarter or half of the recommended dose. Okay. Which is like 10 milligrams and I take maybe like two and a half milligrams. Yeah. Yeah. Just a really, really, really low dose. Yeah. So I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. Um, my verdict is still out. 
Really? On it. Yeah, I can't for sure. So I did try a tiny little bit of it. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it made a difference or not. Also, my neighbors in this Ow. building yeah. are just loud assholes. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes, you and had a bit so, of an encounter there. Yeah, yeah. So not going into too much detail, but just like, come on, people, respect your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to party and you want to party, that's fine. But just don't party after like midnight on a Thursday. Yeah. And make a bunch well, of noise. Or, or just you know be a little what? bit quieter. Party after. Party your dick off after midnight on a Thursday. I don't care. Just yeah. don't make it like a shitload of noise when you're in the hallways and the public spaces. Yeah, totally. Especially when you're in your late 30s. Yeah, absolutely. There's maybe a little bit of uh, something missing, huh? I think so. I think so. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, so the, the weed gummy couldn't keep you asleep is basically essentially yeah. this so, party. So the verdict's still out. I will, um, you know experiment a little bit more as the month goes on yes and i will keep you updated yeah um although i also need to say i generally don't have a problem sleeping anyways me neither oh (laughs) (laughs) i actually really don't at all because also like um my partner works an opposite schedule of me as me Uh so like when they get home at whatever time 11 30 or even 10 30 or 11 like i'm ready for sleeping Mm. And they're ready to be home and chilling and right. whatever. Fair enough. And and just like winding down from the day. Yeah. But like, so I just put my sleep mask on and like nothing bothers me. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's sometimes good. it goes, the Netflix show goes into my dream, but you know, whatever. That's <laughs> fine. It's funny. I had a dream last night about in your dreams. <laughs> really? Which we'll get to. I'll chat about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, I dreamt about feedback. On our oh. latest dream interpretation, which you actually have some feedback for. I so do. We'll, we'll go over that. Yeah. Um, we when we get to it. But yeah, it's funny that I dreamt about getting the feedback for, so in your dreams, in my dream. What was it? What in your dream was the feedback good? It was great. Oh, good. Yeah. I just remember it was like a rave review. Oh, But great. it was a long, like, I, I, I feel like the dream that we analyzed was like a movie. Like, I feel like it was like a oh two hour God. long thing that we had done. It was, yeah, that it was really so funny. That is so funny. I yeah. love it. Um, do you have a fake sponsor for us today? I do, and it's um, Burnaby Lake Greenhouses. Oh, cute. Yeah, so they're a big greenhouse supplier here in the Lower Mainland. Okay. And they just, um, whenever you go to a grocery store and you see the little flowers that are on sale, like the potted plants and stuff like yeah. that, nine times out of ten, they're from Burnaby Lake Greenhouses. Okay, cute. And it's just nice. They brighten up spaces. People like getting plants a lot, and I've got a couple in my place right now, and I think they, you know, they just perk you up I a little gonna bit. I was going to say, like, I love the, you've got some daffodils, and then what are those little purple ones. Yeah, so so Jake bought me the daffodils. Cute. Yeah, yeah, it was really cute. Love they it. actually they had, really sprung up. And th- they're getting so tall. Like I feel like these are crazy daffodils that are growing you too tall. You should plant them outside. Oh, I could give that a try. Put a planter out there. Yeah. Um, I, I do need to get that outdoor space all set up. It'll be yeah. great. Oh, it's very exciting. But yeah, so I just, I noticed that most of these things come from Burnaby Lake Greenhouses. So thank oh, you. You're great. my fake sponsor today. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. Um, I have a ton of plants in my house. Yes. And I feel like... You are a plant lady. I am a plant lady. And I like it. I love plants. They add a good energy. Right? I think so too. The Mm -hmm. more plants, the better. Like if it were up to me, I would live in just like... A jungle. A jungle. Mm -hmm. I I really want... Like my next big thing that I want is like a a really nice big tree. Like a tree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Let's keep our eyes peeled because often on Craigslist, people give them away. Yeah, because they're moving or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep my eye out on there. And it's funny because when people give a big plant like that away too, it's almost like a baby. 
You oh, know, yeah. they want it to go to a good home. They do. And it's just nice that, you know, it, it's nice for you to have the planet, but it's yeah. also really nice to do that kindness for someone and let them give them that peace of mind. I know, right? I've actually gone on, If um, do you know Buns Vancouver? I don't. It's like, it's like Buns Trading Zone. So okay. like you can trade things on there, but it's like no money exchange, okay. which is kind of a nice alternative to like Craigslist or whatever. Yeah. So I've actually tr- tr- traded a few times on there, but um, I one time traded um, a juicer that I had that I just wasn't using mm-hmm. for a mirror and a really amazing vine. Okay. And the vine was like pretty long, but my gosh, it's gotten so long. I, I just took it out yesterday. I wanted to like move it because it, I felt like it was feeling sad where it was yeah and so i was like laying all the leaves out because like you know it's like a vine in a little pot but the vine itself is like quite long and i was like oh my god it's grown like two feet since i got it wow and i just didn't realize because it was like kind of it was being twirled around a ladder yeah so i didn't realize how long it had gotten i was like oh my god because i was kind of like are you dying i can never tell no i don't know it's it's hard to tell with vines and stuff too and they go through i like they have seasons as well right just because they're in the house doesn't mean they don't go through a cycle yes and that's what i learned about another vine that i have because i was like are you dying because it was thriving in the summertime it Mm -hmm. grew like a good two feet down wow um and it's just been chilling but they were like no no no, that's normal i actually asked on my instagram and had a back chat listener respond oh nice and um she told me that um that it was just dormant and that like it's okay and it will fluff back up ah, I and love just that. to relax. <laughs> well, good. And so, did you? Did that make you feel better? Yeah, it did. Give you a little peace of mind over yeah, your vine. Yeah, a little. Peace I'm really of loving these days that we can ask these questions and have we people answer get answers. I know. I just I don't know why that's still blowing my mind, but it's my favorite. It's great. I yeah. love it too. Um, so I thought we could do some things a little bit different today and j- maybe jump into. Um, a little segment called Adventures, Adventures with, with Alice. Because we haven't heard from Alice for a while. We haven't. And I always enjoy seeing what hijinks she's gotten herself into lately. Well, today is a really interesting entry. It's a kind of an um, not very typical of Alice. Okay. So I thought we could talk about it with a, a little bit more after because yes. I thought I found it very interesting. Okay. And so just a little backstory for anyone who doesn't know, Adventures with Alice stems from Krista finding a diary from 1971 yes. in East Vancouver. Yeah. And um, it's a very articulate, well-written young lady named Alice. Yes. And she faithfully kept a journal for a long a time. Year. Faithfully. And so we like to read certain um, days out of it and we're our goal is to read you know more or less the entire thing but it's just really fascinating to have a window into 1971 into like a 17-year-old girl's life yeah and she's um like she went from living in Vancouver to like going to Amsterdam Mm -hmm. so she travels in this diary which so she's in Amsterdam now okay February 10th 1971 okay and it is 1 15 a.m oh 1 15 a.m so who knows what Alice has been up to okay Yes, yes, yes. Here, 1971, in the year of our Lord. Oh. Who's Lord? How can people believe in something so great, so overpowering, when they cannot believe in themselves? Whoa. I don't know myself well enough to say I believe in myself. How can I possibly even try to comprehend the invisible, unheard nothingness of a god? Has girl been smoking some weed? Right. What is religion but a momentary escape from reality to a fantasy world where all ails are cured and dreams made true? Wow. What brought this on? I'm not sure. But I shall continue to express myself before it too is banned. 
Very dramatic from very, Alice today. Very dramatic. Um, this is interesting because we haven't read something that was necessarily spiritually provocative from Alice. She's been very spiritually neutral. She has. This whole time. Like, I don't think she's mentioned God yet in her no, and she seems like a very open-minded young lady that has yeah. all sorts of different experiences so it's interesting to me that this is the first time a topic like this is coming up in her journal yeah right i i don't know i mean maybe amsterdam has her thinking you know yeah. she visited the red light district remember that yes and um you know she's had some more experiences now yeah she's gone so out now to she's a couple questioning clubs. that but i thought like I mean, I don't know. For 1971, it's like kind of cool. She's like questioning things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still waiting to see where we're gonna when we're gonna hit like a um, a birthday entry. Okay. So that we can do Alice's birth chart. That would be really fun. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> sign so far is that we've read about her? Like, what sign do you think she is? I don't know. Like, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I've been trying to kind of guess. Yeah. I feel like she... I feel I, f- I feel like she might be a Libra. Really? I think she might be. Really? Yeah, I don't interesting. know. Interesting. Okay, interesting. Maybe. What do you think? I felt like maybe she was like more of like an earth sign. Okay. She seemed to me like maybe kind of she could be a Taurus or a Cancer. Ah, yeah, I can see that. I could see that. Yeah, or it could it could even be like I don't know, a Sagittarius? Oh, maybe. Could be. Maybe. Mm, but not so much. I don't know. Or a Virgo. She could be a Virgo. Oh, maybe. But I'm seeing more <laughs> I like, like earth or water. Everything. You could yeah. literally say anything and I'd be like, oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. But yeah, like I'm I'm so curious to find out because I'm I should I should look this up. I should really like look into the journal and try to figure it out. Yeah. But um I don't know. Yeah, she she's just like she got she's deep. having a bit of a crisis here. Yeah, a little bit of an existential crisis, which is fine. And it's I think that she's taking a step back and looking at things in a healthy way. Yeah, you know, there's nothing destructive about what her comments were. No, no, not at it all. It was it's like an interesting. But and she's she has she writes so funny sometimes. Like at the end, it's like before this too is banned, <laughs> and it's like okay, it's a little dramatic here. Yeah, but she is seventeen. Right. Yes. So there's a little drama that's just inherently going to happen. That could be. Now, should we read the next entry? She also has like different writing. Like sometimes her writing is really, really easy to read. Yeah. And then other times it's like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> um, Like, look at this. So this is like her printing. Very easy to read. But anyways. Yeah. Um, This is from February 14th. So Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, which fell on a Sunday, hmm. 11 p.m., okay? Okay, so a little earlier than the last entry. Yeah. Well, a bit of excitement since I last wrote. First of all, Friday night, Ken, Leah, Leslie, Joe, and Donnie Perrin and I went to see Pat Rosby. We spent a really fun evening playing Pan Out. Do you oh, know what that is? I don't know what that is. I don't either. This Leslie Joe though, she's always in there. She's always got. I know. Yeah, she's girl gets know, it. She's got a few. She's a drama. Got home at about one thirty a.m. and of course I worked on Saturday. Actually, you know what? I don't think she's in Amsterdam yet. Okay. The day really dragged on. Uh, Marie also worked, and then last night Leslie Joe and I, because there was nothing better to do, went to the El Dorado. Oh. Now is that something in Vancouver? Have you heard of the, the El Dorado? Dorado. No. I don't know that one. Maybe no. something from a long time ago. Yeah. We'll have to look it up. Innocently, I may add. So whilst we were, t- <laughs> whilst we were on our way, um, 
on our fourth beer, this guy comes up to the table and asks where the hotspots in town are. Oh. He said he was from the States. I thought he was a phony for a while there, but he sat down and his friend came and sat with us too. They were really nice and they were seriously from the States. <laughs> wow. You really didn't believe them there, hey, bud? <laughs> I wonder what part of the States they were from. <laughs> right? Probably Washington. Bill and Bob. Oh. Their names were Bill, Bill and Bob. Okay. So we told them about Gastown and they said, would you like to come with us? So El Dorado is and a Vancouver us place and it has to be like a vintage. It must have been like something that place was around. to go. Yeah. I feel like it's on Granville. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we went to the bathroom and decided what, why the hell not? Mm. Well, they're, you know, they're on their fourth beer in. Let's not yeah, forget. Exactly. So and that we Leslie went. Joe, she's a real go-getter. She is. She's always up to no good. Um, first, we went to the Gastown to a pub. Oh. To the Gastown for a pub. Gastown Inn. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then Leslie Joe <laughs> told them about Gassy Jack, this nightclub type place um, not far from there. Is that close to the Chill Winston? I wonder. Where that used to be? It's a local now, but. It's a local now. That's right. I don't know. We'll I have to look this up. There. It's always so interesting to hear these little tidbits. Yeah, the Gassy 19, Jack? From 1971. Yeah. Because um, the statue, right? Yeah. And that is by and the, local the and Gilton Co. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Um, so we went there and it cost $10 for all four of us to get in. Wow, two fifty cover. Whew, big spenders. Did the guys from the States pay for it? I don't know. I think so. She's so funny about how she mentions money. That's what kind of makes me feel like she's like a Taurus or something. Okay. You know, they mm. just love to have their finances in order. I love this. <laughs> I love it. We left there at about 1230 after dancing and drinking and went home. They were really nice. I stayed over at Leslie Joe's and today I didn't do much but sit around and, well, we went for a drive to Stanley Park with Ken and Leah, and that's about it. <laughs> Aw, that's cute, though. Wendy and Delman went to Salmon Ann for the weekend. Salmon Arm. Salmon Arm. Salmon Ann. Salmon Ann. <laughs> <laughs> for the weekend, wish I could have gone. Rats. Good night, world. Peace. Did she draw a peace sign? She did. Well, no, she just wrote peace. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cute. Um. Also, she's got, on the next page, she's got, like, her finances all laid out, and mm -hmm. it's like, She's going to have, like, her entire trip to go to Amsterdam is, like, 325 will be her flight. <laughs> I wonder if that's round trip. Round trip. And then that, she's like, that leaves me with $1,000 for spending money. Wow. 325 For a flight to Amsterdam. <laughs> we need an inflation calculator. <laughs> yeah, we do. To see what that would be now. I really want to know. I know, right? Yeah. It's that so was crazy. a little surprise tidbitter. We would have been prepared for that for you all in 2019 dollars. But... You know, if you have an inflation calculator handy, maybe you can help us out a little bit and right? let us know what that would be in today's dollars. Oh my God. Okay. The next one is so funny. Should we read it or should I save it? I think we should save it. Okay, fine. We'll save it. Fine. Um, maybe, well, unless you want to do it, but I just feel like adventures with Alice. It's there's so on, fresh. There's only so many adventures. That's true. And we can't give them all out. away. This is not an Alice blowout. No. No. The, the segment's not called a one day Alice blowout, Krista. Okay, fine. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> noted yeah, we have to leave something and also um we need to put a bookmark in that segment because we have another segment that we, we need to chat about today oh it's a double whammy is it a double whammy it is a double whammy oh what could it be well you know sometimes we were talking about you know those gummies and how they help you sleep a little bit better yeah. and you enter more of a deeper REM phase and yes. you know the stars twinkle and all of a sudden it's <gasps> in, in your, your dreams, dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that was a choke noise. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting choked. Are you choked? Yeah. 
Um, I can't wait for us to do some, our little songs that we have planned. Yeah. That's going to be really exciting. Our little jingles. Coming soon to a back chat near you, we will have some segment intros. Yeah. And they're going to be fun. They're going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited. Y'all are going to love them. Yeah. So let's start. So in your dreams, I had... Are we excited, Brian? We sound so... <laughs> we, I look excited. excited. My arms are going all over the place. <laughs> so I had um, the dream last night about in your dreams. Yes. And the feedback from it. And so it was um, for one of our listeners had written in and we did a dream analysis on um, basically it ended up saying that you need to tackle something that happened in your past and like resolve this past issue before you'll make progress going forward. Exactly. And in true back chat fashion, we got some feedback from the listener on that dream. We did. Um, now what was his, what was the name? Oh man. Something hot lips. Um, yeah. <laughs> hot lips McGee. No, it wasn't hot lips McGee. Yeah. Oh, juicy hot lips. Juicy hot lips. There we go. Juicy hot lips. So juicy hot lips says Can that we was say juicy hot lips 69 at hotmail.com. <laughs> we can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Um, so juicy hot lips 69 at hotmail.com <laughs> says that was incredibly insightful. I haven't had that dream for a while, fortunately, but I think it was related to my parents and how I want to move out because they make everything worse. I've been at peace with it now, but it was definitely a stressful part of my day to day before. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So it sounds like maybe that was a recurring dream and maybe it was like just locked in the memory somewhere. Yeah. And then just flashing out every now and then to, to remind you of addressing those issues. Um, we want to say thank you for writing back with the feedback because yeah. we always love it. We do. And speaking of feedback, I hope we get some feedback on this next dream. Well, this dream is quite funny. Um, what should we name this person? Uh, this person should definitely be um, Coco LaRue. Coco LaRue. Yes. Okay. Coco LaRue at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a Gmail name. Yeah. Coco, Coco LaRue. LaRue. Isn't that like a drag queen's name or something? Probably. I mean, there's Coco LaCroix, like the drink, or LaCroix. La Did you know that LaCroix is actually pronounced LaCroix? Interesting. Yeah, I was told that by um, our listener, Andrea, oh. because she was listening to another podcast and they were a sponsor. Oh, wow. And that's how they were saying it. And so you would Are think, you sure that they were not just saying it wrong? Well, that's what I thought too, but um, it wouldn't... It's an American company, so saying LaCroix, like... It, oh, right, because like, they, they don't have like the francophone... Influence. Influence. Yeah. Like, like we, we do, do. here. Mm-hmm. Um, Parlez-vous le français? Je parle un peu de français. Mais j'ai besoin de beaucoup de pratique parce que tu mes amis sont anglais. I sound so excited today. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wow. It's like, this is like the most monotone. Like, if you're trying to sleep, the I hope this helps The most low energy you. French you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> yeah. Dab on that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the harder you say the K or the C, like the K sound, yeah. means like the more intensity. The more like, fuck you. Yeah. 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 The harder the K. And tabernacle. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting way of saying it. This mm-hmm. is probably the most like energy that I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, well, so, Coco Yes, Coco LaRue had a dream. Had a dream. <laughs> this is why we're here. Yeah. Because Coco LaRue had a dream that needed answering. Um, so... Let's hear from Coco LaRue. Yes. Kinda long, kinda weird. Thought it would be fit because of all the poop talk on last week's episode. (laughs) Which our momager loves. (laughs) I think she's come to peace with the poop. Well, you know what? Everyone loves it. Yeah. Poop talk. Mm Mm-hmm. At this house party, I was at a house party warning people that the house was on fire. It was on fire in the basement and there were fire trucks outside. I kept yelling at people that there was a fire and some people left, but some people didn't. And I, when I looked out the window, I could see the fire. So even though the fire was in the basement, I guess 
she could look out the window and see the okay. fire. So interesting. Yeah. Strange, but also very dreamlike. Mm-hmm. I went upstairs to tell everyone and there was a wedding happening. The bride and groom seemed really happy and they said one more song and played a really fun song and no one seemed phased that there was a fire anymore. <laughs> I looked out the window again, and the fire had been put out, so I relaxed and joined the party. Oh, well, why wouldn't you? Fire's out. Fire's out. Perfect. (laughs) I saw a guy there that I knew from my hometown, and he was flirting with me, but I didn't give him too much attention. I left the party, and then I was suddenly at a casino or a hotel. Okay. I went to my room, but then for some reason decided to go to that guy's room, who she had seen earlier in the dream. Okay. I went to his room, not sure how I got inside, but it was all decorated, very bachelorish, um, dark and masculine, but fancy. fancy Even Fancy mask. Fancy mask. Okay. That's the style. <laughs> it is now. That's a You freaking... heard it first on Backchat. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be coming out with our Hashtag fancy mask collection. <laughs> fancy mask. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> so even the toilet paper was black. Oh, wow. I had the urge now, to... Sh- let's, can we just take a moment to think about black toilet paper? How do you feel about it? How would you see when you're done wiping? Yeah. And also, like, it's black because it's been colored with something. Like, do you want colored toilet paper touching your Wahoo? Although, I guess white toilet paper is bleached. True. So, yeah. I don't even know what to think anymore. Yeah. Who knows? I don't feel positive. We all need a bidet. We need to be um, <laughs> sponsored by the whatever tushy tushy. Tushy tushy. I don't think it's called tushy. tushy. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Squishy either. tushy. No. Yeah, just a bidet company. You know the one I'm talking about. I don't. <laughs> I, oh God, you must know it. Tushy, the tushy. I I like the only thing I think of toilet rhyming wise is the squatty potty. Oh, the squatty potty. That's yeah. just a stool. Mm-hmm. Props um, your legs up so you can poop better. Oh my God, this is gonna drive me crazy. There's like it's like a squirty. <laughs> I just call it a squirty. A squirty potty? It's a squirty potty. Okay. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> um, But so going back, black toilet paper. I'm black not a, toilet I'm, paper. I'm not a fan. No, I don't like this idea. I wouldn't idea. want black toilet paper. So <laughs> Coco LaRue says, I had the urge to shit and I sat on the toilet, but then I decided that that would be a bad idea to take a number two in this guy's bathroom and leave any smell. Also, mm. why was I in my, his room? I should go to my own room. Yeah. I start hearing people's voices and I knew that it was him and his friends coming back. So I left as quick as I could and started walking down the hallway. Did she poop? No. Okay. Um, that's like a B and it's the weirdest B and E ever, you I know, f- yeah. B and E and then you poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she went there for. Mm. Um, they were around the corner and they couldn't tell where I had been. I saw the guy and now he's with a girl. Clearly they were hooking up for the night and he gave me this look like, oh shit, I would have been with you if you wanted. While him and his friends are all talking about their plans for the night. I just walk away trying to get to my room because I really had to poo, but end up going in the wrong direction and have to ask for directions. Oh. My room was 816. Oh. So, like... 816. First of all, I want to know, if you have to poop in your dream, does that mean you have to poop in real life? Oh, yeah. Like, if you pooped in your dream, would you actually shit the bed? Yeah, that's what I really want to know. Yeah. Can you imagine shitting the bed? No. That would be horrendous. No. You know, I've done a lot of things in my life. Shitting the bed is not one of them. I say someone shit the bed all the time. You yeah. know, I was like, oh, you really shit the bed on that one. Yeah. But, but no. actually shitting the bed. Have you actually bed, shit the bed? Oh, no. Oh, man. I've never shit the bed. I've shit my pants by accident, but mm. I was like 12. I think everyone's got a shirt story. Yeah. And like I've like had like a little shirt, but it's not like a big poop or anything. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not like you just like left have left a log in your sheets. <laughs> I have enough like poop anxiety, I think, to yeah. like you know your little balloon knot stays puckered when yeah. you're when you're sleeping. Yeah, it stays like you know, it's tight. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> balloon knot, terrible. There's, um, there are so many symbols in this dream for oh, interpretation so yeah. and it's really funny um we won't start with this but like the hotel thing i think the yeah. hotel is one of the most common 
things that we hear in the dreams. It is. And it just, I think it ties in really well with this whole dream as well and the meanings behind it. I think it does too. So let's start like at the beginning. So, yeah. um, so first of all, we know that it was a house party. Yes. Right. So a party suggests that you need to get out more and enjoy yourself. Very straightforward. That's simply what it means. I like a good straightforward dream definition. Me too. Now, and the party was in a basement. Yes. And the fire was in a basement. So these two things will go together. Oh, this is good. Well, so the basement itself, um, it symbolizes your unconscious mind and intuition. Oh. And the appearance of the basement is an indication of your unconscious state of mind and level of satisfaction. Oh, interesting. It represents primal urges, animalistic desires, and basic needs. So oh, the dream um, may also be a metaphor for a basement or feeling debased. Okay, cool. Yeah. See, and then a fire is like representative of your thoughts and views and that they're changing so something old is passing and something new is entering your life okay so it's interesting that this fire takes place in the basement which is in is the subconscious of the mind essentially totally um so sounds like there's something in in your waking life that is changing yeah maybe you're maybe you are Thinking about things in a different way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. I like that phrase. Something in your waking life is changing. Like, yeah. That could literally be Mean true anything. for anybody. <laughs> Something in your waking life. We are the best dreamologists though, you guys. You know what? Um, She saw the fire through a window. Yes. So to see a window in your dream signifies bright hopes vast possibilities and insight Interesting. so maybe we, we jumped the gun a little bit on talking about something changing in your waking life um like it's something that it's looking like uh looking like it's signifying something hopeful and exciting yes, there's something exciting in your waking life that's what that's what it means though that the th- like thoughts and views are changing oh that's exciting the fire is the thoughts and views and she looked out the window and so there's two different definitions for looking in a window or out a window and yeah. looking out a window signifies your outlook on life, your consciousness and your point of view. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So she saw a fire out the window. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that may, that totally lines right up. Yeah, it does fall into place here. So all of a sudden then she was at a wedding. Okay. Yes. So she comes upstairs, she's at a wedding. So a wedding symbolizes a transition in your life and reflects um, your issues with commitment and independence. Okay. So this was like, it wasn't, she wasn't the one getting married in the dream. She was at a wedding and it was a happy wedding. Yeah. So maybe there's some kind of connection there to these like changing thoughts and views. Yeah. The wedding and the window really tie in together. That really clarifies that whatever's changing in thoughts and views is like hopeful yeah. and exciting. Yeah. You know, it's a positive change for you. Um, totally. And then she was then at a casino. And so being in a casino signifies the risk taker within you. If you're a reserved or passive person, the dream suggests that you should take a chance. Oh, interesting. If you are not, then it implies that you need to make a more informed decision instead of relying on fate. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so Coco LaRue, are you more of a reserved person or are you more of a risk taker? Because that's going to be the underlying, be the underlying meaning of that. And we also did hotel, which we've done here before. We have. Because it was kind of a casino hotel, yes. right? There was hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. So a hotel signifies a new state of mind or shift in personal identity. Oh. You're undergoing a transition and you need to move away from your old habits and way of thinking. Aha. If that doesn't cement in the basement and right? the fire and the window. Exactly. I don't know what does. The window? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the window. <laughs> 
god. In the window? So oh, then, in the window. Then eh? she runs into Buddy from her hometown. Mm-hmm. Now, dreaming of anything that's reminiscent of your hometown indicates that you may be experiencing some unexpressed feelings, mm. and you may feel that you're not fully able to express your emotions. Interesting. This could be triggered by some unfinished feeling in your waking life. The dream could also reflect aspects of yourself that were prominent or developed when you were living in your hometown. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, beyond that, we've got here um, a couple interesting things, okay? We got toilet paper. Yes. And we've got poop. Yes. And you, you've got the TP covered. I do. And I'll chat your ear off about the feces. I can't wait. Okay. So... To dream of specifically black toilet paper. So Which I'm not on board with. Just, I wanted to speak that just, again. Backchat does not condone the use of black toilet paper. No. Period. No. Ever. Especially for your period. Especially for your period. Yeah. Yeah. That just sounds terrible. It does. Um, okay. Toilet paper represents the emotional release that you're ready to heal from. Okay. So perhaps you've had an emotional outburst. Mm-hmm. Toilet paper is representative <laughs> of healing. You're ready to heal. Okay. Um, Black symbolizes danger, mystery, mourning, and rejection. Ah. And it invites you to delve into the subconscious to gain a better understanding of yourself. Now, this is important. I feel like the like black toilet paper is yeah. probably the most important symbol in this whole dream. Right? Maybe it's because I find it so upsetting and it just stands out to me. I just but feel like it's weird. Like It is. Yeah. yeah. And But it really, I, I feel like it supports every other theme that we've identified so and, far. And you know what else is she was in like um, a very mad masculine hotel room yes fancy um, mask which a fancy mask fancy mask hotel room mm-hmm. um and i think we've talked about this before like what that represents it's like coming into like your 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 power yes but she's interestingly in there to take a shit yeah and then she's like worried about being in there and so it's like maybe you are you're you need to claim your power and identity in this world and that's so funny that you just said that because to dream about poop yeah yeah so symbolically dreaming about feces indicates the elimination of the unnecessary and toxic feelings and emotions that you have oh it represents the process of purging that you're going through Mm -hmm. yeah so that really supports one another that goes hand in hand yeah the tp and the poop just go hand in hand with the fancy mask room yes and now this was another cool thing um the room number was 816, was her room number. Okay. So it's interesting. So she's going back to her hotel room mm-hmm. with the numbers 816. So the number eight. Yes. It, that's my favorite number, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, no way. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, it represents power, authority, success, regeneration, and wealth. Ah. Um, and it, it asks you to trust your instincts and your intuition. Okay. So that's what dreaming of the number eight means. That fully is supported with the poop and yeah, the toilet paper. Absolutely. And the wedding. Yeah. The, the window, wedding. The fire. Right. Yeah. Um, one represents individuality, originality, originality. That's a word. Mm-hmm. Confidence and anonymity. Autonomy. Autonomy or anonymity? <laughs> Autonomy. Okay um be autonomous and anonymous yeah why the fuck not i don't know um and it also signifies solitude um or loneliness so okay i mean one is the loneliest number one is the loneliest number yeah um now six is representative of cooperation balance tranquility family and love okay um 
it it begs you to get your emotional, spiritual, and mental states in harmony. It doesn't just ask you. It begs you. It begs of it you. It begs of it you. It begs of you. Yeah, so. It ba- begs of you to decorate your house, fancy mm-hmm. mask, yeah. and get to... some black toilet paper and poop on it. Yeah. And, or, or get some black toilet paper and dab your balloon not with it. Yeah. <laughs> dab. Oh, God. Get up a day. Yeah. A squishy tissue. No. Yeah. I already tried that one. That's not it. No, it's not. Ugh. Like the ass splasher. <laughs> Ass Splasher. Ass Splasher 2000. Honestly, I would buy that. Yeah, just because of the name. Well, yeah, because you could tell people to use your Ass Splasher. Tushy bidet. You know, just fire up the Ass Splasher when you're done. No. Oh, it's called, it's just called Tushy. Hello Tushy. Hello Tushy. Yeah. That sounds very Japanese. Hello Tushy. Meet Tushy. A bidet attachment and instant life upgrade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Hey. Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever keeps your balloon knot squeaky clean. Have you ever used a bidet? I have. Yeah. Um, if you don't grow up using them, you know, mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It, you know, it's it just takes a little bit of getting used to. Squirts the most effective. Like, you are clean as a whistle. Yeah. I mean, someone, okay, someone. It's t- just ex- feeling water squirt onto your bum hole can be very I like it. unsettling I a like little it. bit. It depends on the temperature. Like, there's just so much. If it's cold, it's about. like, did my ass just get a brain freeze? Whew. Yeah. Um. So, what was I going to say? Something about tushies. Something about bums, yeah. assholes, poop. Oh, yeah. Uh- <laughs> I can just, our monitor is yelling Loving at the, yelling at us right now. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So, God, I forgot again. Yeah. It's like, get it together. <laughs> I'm holding up my end of the bargain over here and I can't even... Holy shit. If that's not hashtag just air sign stuff, I don't yeah. know what is. Oh, I remember. Okay. There's Thank this thing the that said, like, it was showing you, like, if you get, like, like you know, a scrape or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. would you, like, clean it with, like, a piece of dry paper? Like, no. You wouldn't. Yeah. You would clean it with water. And yeah. so it was, like... If you're cleaning your asshole with, like, dry toilet paper, first of all, it's like, ow. Mm -hmm. You could get a raw ass, Mm -hmm. especially if you were having diarrhea or something. Yeah, that's true. Um, Whereas if you're cleaning it with clean water, it's like, you're always clean. But it's like, you can't get 100% clean with a dry piece of paper. No, that's very true. Right? That's why people, like, tote baby wipes. You know, they're... those are really bad for the environment, though, and they're actually not good for the pH balance of your puss either. So, like, if you're if you have puss. It might not be good because it's going to throw off the pH balance and all of a sudden you might have a stinky problem. Yikes. A yeast or something. Yeah. You know? No, Ain't nobody got time for that. No. No. Especially me. Like, I have zero time for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> My schedule is booked forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not have an opening to even think about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we hope we've given you a lot to think about. Yeah. And if hopefully. you if you want to give us your thoughts so that we can think about your thoughts, <laughs> you can write into us at backchatpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe even respond to your thoughts. Yeah. Um, or you could always, you know, follow my endless thoughts on my Instagram uh, at criminal K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And you can sometimes find little nuggets of inspiration <laughs> on mine, which is a lie. But it's at Bry Helix if you want to check it out. B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. Well, I think that might be a rapola on this episode. Cola. I am ju- I was Turn just, it off. I'm like, I'm just leaving you hanging on Turn that Turn it line. off. So in the meantime, I'm Brian. I'm Chris or something. And together we're... Some kind chat. of chat. <laughs>